proud to say that I made my own uh, Bloody Marys uh, two days ago. And you know what? If you just stir it a little bit, because there are layers when you see it after two days, they taste just as good. <laughs> it is just, it, it, I feel like I'm at the airport, is what I'm saying. It is delicious. Can't wait to come to brunch at Carolina's house. She's like, yeah, I made this like a month ago. Yeah, well, it's going to be the same picture that I made because I, I need someone to share. By the way, welcome to Professional Friends, everyone. <laughs> I am Carolina Hidalgo. And there, somewhere in there is John Vivacqua. I'm here. I'm not drinking a Bloody Mary or vaping. I'm just seated. <laughs> it's very Good exciting. Good for you. Good for you, John. <laughs> very exciting over here. And then there's Anna Peritori. Hello. I would probably drink a questionable Bloody Mary. I feel like very often I'm asking a bartender like at a, an unopportune time on a Tuesday, do you have Bloody Mary mix? <laughs> And they're oh, like, let me run yeah. downstairs. I've definitely seen that. And you're also doing it made to order. You're like, is there any way that you <laughs> could put less sodium in it for me, <laughs> but more celery stalks? And they're looking at you like, lady, it's a Tuesday at noon. Carolina already made it on Tuesday <laughs> last week. And that is what you're getting. Oh, and Calvin Cato, our headliner of the evening. <laughs> oh, my God, me? I can't believe we got him. Yeah, we did. I mean, it's a bit short notice. You know, I'm just flying in from L.A. So <laughs> I just am so – it's so funny you're drinking – I'm drinking Corona in a can. Did you know that they sell Coronas in cans now? Because oh, they wow. do. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're like, like on the bottom part, like pretty much on the ground next to the kitty litter. That's where <laughs> That's where Calvin gets all his special needs. Those are actually for the bodega cats. They're not for people to buy. He he, he is laughing cuz he knows. I cuz I I'm also a um a consumer of Corona cans as well. So I Then <laughs> cheers to you guys. Clink. <laughs> Today we've been talking about bombing. And let's get that straight. Bombing in the sense where you uh, humiliate yourself in front yes, of yes. certain Not dropping people. bombs. No, Not no. warfare. No, 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 no. I mean, it could be as bad as that, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but right. it is very much where you just put yourself in a situation and then um, you humiliate yourself in front of a whole bunch of people or mm. certain people you want mm. to impress in some way or another. Do you think – I've heard a lot of comics say that occasionally bombing is like a really – great experience like you actually learn a lot about your comedy because once you know you're bombing there's nowhere to go but further down so you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want who you says that? i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah calvin carolina how do you comedians feel about i'm pretty that? sure sinbad said that maybe <laughs> sinbad has never bombed once in his life and he keeps talking about that constantly like like he says like i've never faked an orgasm like that's what he does and we're yeah. all like no we don't believe you but apparently it's true he is a unicorn in that sense. Yes, he claimed he's never bombed, which I don't, you know, like, you know, I guess bombing's in the eye of the beholder or the ear of one. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, It's so funny because I do feel like bombing, like the times, I feel like early on the times that I bombed, I have learned certain things like, oh, I should never perform here Pursue anymore. Pursue this career. <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> They're chasing you out of town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
like uh i <laughs> like i learned things like oh satin island is not my oeuvre so i just want to come back here <laughs> that's always fun but you know i do feel like that you do learn some things like you do kind of learn like oh like this doesn't work or like if you bomb like i used to tape a lot of my sets and so if you hear yourself bomb you're like oh i now see what went wrong here I think I think the biggest bomb I ever did was actually not on stage whatsoever, but it was more <laughs> in a real life stage where it was <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, all, yeah, all the world's a stage. Yeah, the it's selling. true. <laughs> <laughs> it was um it was my first uh internship I ever got. I was 21 years old and I got an internship an internship uh, right before, like it was like my junior year of college, so I was gonna graduate pretty soon. And uh, my dad's company, actually, my dad got me the hookup, like kind of nepotism kind of thing. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I can, exactly. <laughs> and, and I took adv- full advantage of that. And so I sent in my resume, and naturally they picked me to intern in human resources at an insurance company in Philadelphia. And Sounds fun. Exactly <laughs> how I opened when I walked in there. Uh, and so, I mean, like, and I tried my best to not embarrass my family. And so I, you know, I, I think I went to H&M and I bought like five shirts, like work shirts. And I wore them mm-hmm. all five every, so like there was a Monday all shirt, the Tuesday shirt, <laughs> the Wednesday shirt. Well, so like, like that Superman girl is really like, cool. Okay, I'm going to rip my Monday shirt to open it and reveal my Tuesday shirt. I <laughs> <laughs> take this off and rip it open and reveal Wednesday shirt. Well, that's how you know what day of the week it was. And, <laughs> and so I had to learn to do all this stuff and I tried really hard. It wasn't that I was bad at it it was that i was bad at working with the office dynamic like with uh people in in an office like i don't like i've told you guys before like i don't know what the transfer button on a phone is like remember back right. in 2005 oh yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. I, yes, I, I would right. hold please i would just tell people like this is the number i'm gonna hang up on you now because i don't know how to do that <laughs> This sounds very, very familiar because I have had many a temp job as a receptionist and it is it is more complicated than it looks. And I feel like usually office managers or whatever are like, how do you not understand? You just press transfer, then hold star, then you have to dial one, two, three, four, five, and then you have to like it's always way more complicated than it looks. I get it. Exactly. So does that mean whenever I'm like on the phone with like customer service or like my insurance? When they say, actually, I can give you the number if you'd like, uh, here it is. They don't know how to transfer me. It's just is that me, what's going it's on? It's me on think? the other line. Yes. Okay. <laughs> if you're speaking to a Carolina, then yeah. At Affinity Healthcare. There she is. I, I spent two months of my life working in, a, in an office, and then that was my whole office experience. So this is, this is the story of when Carolina bombed the whole two months. And I'm going to give you very abridged versions. First of all, I wore, yes, the same H&M shirts. And then uh, they invite me out to a dinner, an office kind of dinner that like. Oh, so sounds like, like you're doing well at the company, actually. I, yeah, I was doing great. I was on my way up. I was sitting down with executives. And so I was trying to <laughs> kind of mingle a little bit. I was trying to like seem smarter than everyone else because I was 21. So I, I, and I was reading a lot of newspapers at the time. So I would try to 
dredge up facts and like interesting articles and stuff like that. Like, like kind of like a Bridget Jones kind of thing. And so mm-hmm. well, I know. And then so like, for example, my boss, uh, this lady named Lauren would be like, oh, I used to go. I, I went to college. Carly, you're a college student. I went to college. I went to University of Scranton. And I was like, oh, I have a fun fact from that. So I pulled that out of my head and I told the whole room. I was like, actually, the interesting thing about you. University of Scranton is that that they have the highest STD rate of all of America. <gasps> you did not say that. <laughs> oh no! Did you really? And then I bobbed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all looked at me, and I was like, "Isn't that an interesting statistic?" No, I, I am, I, I am uh, developmentally sound. Anyway, <laughs> so then I continued going on and on about statistics and how, and how that is a epidemic in so many ways because of the alcohol uh, and also the fact that a poor man died from alcohol poisoning just last weekend at the University of Scranton. Anyway, so that woman was my boss for the next few months. How did that dinner end? You just kept on listing factoids? They gave her Did she start like scratching her private parts and then was like, I gotta go? (laughs) It gets worse. So... (laughs) So I, I I think a little bit of advice I got I think maybe from I, I forget from, from like a friend of mine who actually worked in an office she's like wear tights wear pantyhose with your dress uh, when you go because that's what they do even though it's like summertime you're doing a summer internship just wear one I'm like okay cool so I do that even though I don't like wearing pantyhose they're too tight and I always feel like I have them on backwards. And so I try my best to, like, look nice. I, I go to the bathroom. I fix myself all up. And I, you know, I pee and everything. I come back out. And I'm talking to everyone, doing the rounds, until who tells me but Lauren, my boss, taps me on the shoulder and says, you tucked in your dress into your pantyhose. <laughs> and then oh. I told her, remember that time 10 minutes ago that I told you about your university? having? Yeah, exactly. And um, I swear to God, I mean, it was it was almost like unbelievable how I, I, I can't believe I, I, I know I told you guys parts of this story throughout the years, but I had to tell you guys in small increments so that way you wouldn't lose complete could build to respect this. for me. Yes. <laughs> this reminds me of a story. Um, I, I did not bomb, but I was tipping at this um, telemarketing <laughs> firm. Oh, not Calvin. I just humiliated myself in the first 10 minutes of this podcast. You guys got to do better. Yeah. Oh, well no. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I I will. I will. But I uh, so um, I was temping at this telemarketing firm, and they had invited um, some of the temps to like come with them to this like fancy dinner that they were having. And um, the guy who I was temping with, he, he was actually re- really nice. We were cool. We got along well. Um, he was a musician, and I was like, oh, I also do art stuff. And he was also like, oh, I like cocaine. And I was like, at the time, I was like, oh, I also love cocaine. So like we would. <laughs> go after work and we'd be like oh we hate the shop so much let's just go and do some blow and drink and whatever um but this time they had invited us to this dinner and i was like okay sure i'll go and he's like yeah i'll come too and then he invited his girlfriend which is not a thing you're allowed to do when you're a temp at an, as a no, company wow. so he invited his girlfriend who was like a massive cokehead and she somehow drank five or six blueberry mimosas and got very drunk at the dinner. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Hungover, super inappropriate. 
kept going to the bathroom and coming back, like looking oh. more and more haggard. And like the work mates were all like, who is this girl? Does she work here? <laughs> and I had to be like, um, no, I think that's, um, let's call him Adam. That's just, you know, Adam's girlfriend. And they were like, we're going to have to get rid of Adam. This is really unprofessional. <laughs> Did Adam lose his job over that? I think he ended up staying on for another like two or three weeks, surprisingly. But they were very, very upset about the fact that she ordered six blueberry mimosas. I mean, I get specifically. like when you're younger and you're like, oh, it's a free meal. You really, really want to go to that. So yeah. I guess he just really thought of it like, hey, babe, I got invited. Like, I guess he thought he was like in Mad Men for a moment. He was like, come on, Trudy. We got to like <laughs> impress the executives. Like, we're, we're gonna... Yikes. I mean, I bombed, I bombed many, many auditions. Um, Probably my most painful uh, auditions to bomb were auditions where I was kind of at the wrong call for the most part. Like, I, you know, I have a youthful glow about me. Um, you do. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a youthful 32. Um, <laughs> no, but, you know, I, I think that uh, in casting-wise, sometimes I would go and I would not realize it was like a teenage call. And I remember sitting there waiting, you know, for my audition to begin. And I was sitting next to a much younger girl who literally was like 13 and her mother. And the mother was very interested in me. She was like, hey, honey, like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm doing fine. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, where'd you come from? And I was like, Queens? Okay, how'd you get how'd you get here? I was like, <laughs> the subway? <laughs> and like and it took her a very long time. Like she's like, Wow, you're very independent. And like I was like, <laughs> I this woman thinks I'm like fifteen. Oh and I eventually had to be like, Yeah, like, no, I, I forget, I had to slip in something to be like, I am of of age, lady. Get off my case. But then I got into the audition room, which was also with a bunch of like 13 year olds. And we had to do we had to do like an improv together. Oh, no. Yeah. So it was like for a commercial. I did not book, by the way. Um, (laughs) But it was super awkward. So it was like me and like two other girls that were like actively in their tween years. And then one boy. And then they instructed me. They're like, okay, Anna, if you could do a little improv and kind of flirt. And I was like, um, no, no. Oh, I was my like, God. I was like, I guess. Like, they're like, we just need you to, like, you know, kind of be coquettish, like, on his arm, like, kind of, like, tease him. I was like, I was like and then you're going to give him the note. Like, do you like me? Yes or no? Um, yeah, so that was rough. Um <laughs> Eventually, so you didn't get it? I didn't get it. Another. Did another... you get him, though? Oh, <laughs> what <God>. about him? <laughs> I mean, I go for them young, but not that young. I mean, they got to be legal. Um, but I remember doing another audition where a similar thing had happened where I was again in a room where I noticed everybody else had little ringlets in their hair and they were all... It was for a Shirley Temple type, but I in the in the breakdown, it did say drunk Shirley Temple, like interested like so i you know i thought it was like kind of a parody show so an adult would play you know what i mean like an 18 year old would play the young drunk character 
you know, but I guess kids uh, have terrific range these days or, you know, <laughs> start their problems earlier now. Um, but anyway, so I, I get in the, the room and it's taking some time and I'm really seeing how many young, young girls are there and with their mothers. And one of the mother congratulated me and she was like, hey, I know that you're not like an actual kid kid, but like you're very convincing. And I was like, thank you. Like, oh my god eventually nice. I, I guess but like, it just really draws attention to the fact that i didn't belong at this casting call at some point i went up to the monitor and was like hey like on the breakdown it did say interested in adults for this role i just you know maybe they didn't update it should i stick around and they're like yeah yeah i think yeah you should yeah why not yeah and i was like <laughs> oh okay so i get in the room and I'd prepared a song because you had to prepare a song. And again, thinking this character was more of a parody, I um, sang, I've written a letter to daddy. Do you guys know that song? <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't, but this sounds whatever, inappropriate. Whatever so keep going. Jane. Yeah, it's whatever happened to baby Jane. So uh, um, what? No, no, please go ahead. And, and uh, whatever key is best for you, go ahead. <laughs> well, Do it in I mean, the key that- of memories. Well, that's familiar. That's kind of what they said to me. They uh, stopped talking and they're like, oh, yes, please go on. So I, I even had a little letter because the song is like, I've written a letter to daddy. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. The, uh, like the postman is heaven above. So I, I sang this instead of stamps, I use kisses. So I sang this whole song and like had the little letter and then I like, was kissing it. And then at the end, they were like, wow, um, thank you for that. Anna. that was great. Uh, thank you. Yeah. They're like, what was that from? I was like, oh, you know, whatever happened to baby Jane, the beloved gay iconic romp. <laughs> um, and they're like, right, right. Um, and I was like, and then they were like, do you um, tap dance? And I was like, no. And they're like, okay, um, do you rollerblade? And I was like, no. <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, thanks for coming out. Thanks for coming out. You know the funny thing, Anna? I actually know how to do both those things. I could have taught you in a day. I, I, uh, th- I think my age was really working against me. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they could probably find you down the street at a bar eating oysters with me <laughs> and shooting up tequila shots probably does not look good while you're smoking. So you're like, wow, I'm on my break. You know, I don't hey, think that would I work. think for a drunk Shirley Temple type, that's... That's it. That's really what they needed. So that was, you know, that was painful. I, I can see that. Just yeah. a waste of a day, you know? Like, I was there for, like, a, like an And then the most embarrassing thing was, like, later I met my friend uh, Nicola for a drink. And she was like, wow, you look real young today. And I was like, thanks. I was, I was going for that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for noticing. You must get that a lot, though, Anna. I mean, I don't know. People are probably totally perplexed by you because you look like... So, you know, who's this 12-year-old girl in this bar right now, like, asking me for a cigarette? And I say, drunk Shirley Temple, the role <laughs> that got away from me. <laughs> what about you, John? Any bombs? Yeah, when, uh, when did John ever bomb? I yes. Really, I don't think I've ever bombed massively that I can remember. I mean, I did this... Um, 
I shot this and I forgot about this until I guess right now this podcast but I shot this um like industrial um work the video like some weird instructional video for a company and it was just for their for their company and I think it might have been about workplace harassment or about something like that oh I hear the cat the cat loves the story and <laughs> I had like one featured bit that it was just me in the scene and I was supposed to be like um at the copier it was just it was like my big moment it was just me doing this stupid thing where I was supposed to be like looking behind the copier or something and the way that the director was like telling me to do it I could not do it what, and like, what was what did you have to do? Just open the copier? No, no. <laughs> whatever the whatever the stupid bit was in this scene, like it was supposed to be like the way that I was supposed to play to the camera to do this, like it wasn't working. Like whatever I was doing, it looked like I was like trying to climb behind the copier or something. And he was like, No, no, no. You just if you just like tilt your head to the left and kind of step into the frame a little bit, then we'll be able to see and blah blah blah. And I was I like he kept giving me more chances to do it. And every time I did it, it was like I got more and more nervous because then it's like you feel like he's you're obviously not doing it right. And he's looking at you like he knows you, you're not doing it right and it's getting worse. And I think after like five takes, he just kind of like said, OK, we'll move on. And it was like the, like the only thing <laughs> I had to do. All of the other stuff in this office was like. You know, there were scenes with other actors and it was just totally random thing. And I've never even seen it because they just made it for whatever corporation was going to be circulating this video about God knows what. But I'm like, I'm sure I actually got cut because my copier <laughs> bit just did not land, you know, and I'm sure it's still probably some of my best film work to date. I, I did. I did one of those, too. I did one of those acting jobs where I had to do like a like a video for clients for some sort of company where I had to say a bunch of scripted stuff that I did not understand at all, at all, at all. <laughs> I can't even tell you what technical shit it was, but the guy kept like trying to prompt me to say this and that and like, and then say it like this. And so I had to like use my hands and like be like, any, anyway, so you're probably wondering what a blah, blah, blah is. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think I got paid like, 150 bucks and lunch for four hours of completely <laughs> embarrassing myself and the whole like the whole camera crew also knew how dumb it was so i understand what you mean john this is kind of like where you kind of do like a like a not a great job and then you walk away knowing that maybe that company will fold by the end of the week <laughs> <laughs> and no one will see it again on the cutting room floor. I yeah. hope so. I know oh, that God. feeling. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, something about bombing when you're like in front of a camera is like, I mean, I don't know. If you have live eyes on you, it's one thing. And then when you have a bunch of lights on uh, you and, yeah. you know, equipment and like, you know, um, crew staring at you, that's like the pressure of like, you're ruining everything you've destroyed the production you know right time is yeah. money baby let's go yeah because you can't look behind this copy machine the right way get off my set wait has have you like ever 
forgotten a, like I don't I don't know if it really is the same for like uh, comedy per se. It must be to some degree where you just like go go up and you don't know what you're gonna say next. Have you guys ever experienced that? Yeah, like eighty yes. percent of the time. Yeah, <laughs> I remember like one of the first gigs I got that was like a kind of paying gig was like through a friend and like I was a year into comedy. It was for like NYU. It was like some NYU organization. And he was like, okay, so you're going to do 15 minutes. And I was like, yeah, I can do 15 minutes. Like, sure. But like, in reality, I was a year in and I thought I had a lot more material than I actually did. And so I got there and like, it was in one of those like, um, you know, those like dorm rooms where they have like that huge lounge area. Yeah. So it was like that. And so it was like all these students who were just in pajamas, like sitting on couches. And meanwhile, I'm wearing a full suit because I was like, this oh. is a real gig. I got to dress up. <laughs> I put on like a full fucking suit to go. And I like start doing my jokes and they're like going okay, but not well. And then like I do a joke and it does badly. And then I was like, oh shit, I don't think I have any more material. And it was only like four minutes. And so I was like, I have 11 more minutes. This joke just bombed. And then I like went blank. And then I would start just asking people about things, but it was like oh. not good banter. It was literally like, what's your major? Art history. That's crazy. I was an English major. I couldn't take <laughs> art history classes to save my life. It was so You're bad. making conversation. Like, That's what you're doing. <laughs> you're making conversation. Everybody's like, was, who is this? Is this the new RA? What's going on? I know. Are you busted? I, I, I feel like people are like, is this a career resource counselor? Like, what's going on? Like, like, <laughs> so, like, what do you want to do when you graduate? Do you want to be, like, a writer or an editor or, like, work in engineering? <laughs> like, it was so bad. Because, like, there's, it's not a real stage. I literally just had to, like, sit and join the crowd. And I'm sure people were like, oh, I guess this college student was really excited about trying stand-up. Like, it was really fucking awful. I'm sure people thought you were being hazed and that was something you had to do to get into a fraternity. They're like, this is too terrible. <laughs> like, it has to be a hazing. I remember that was the first time because, like, it had finished and I finally walked out and, like, I remember this has happened numerous times after, not numerous, but a couple times afterwards. But I remember that the organizers were walking to a train station and I saw where they were walking. So I turned the other way to walk to a different train station so I didn't have to like talk to them. Oh, <laughs> I didn't want to be whoa, like, oh, uh, yeah, I shame. Yeah. Oh, no, that's happened to me so many times, just trying to hide behind pillars constantly uh, uh i remember one time i also ran I, I ran out of things to say so i ended up actually it worked out well i ended up asking uh the whole crowd if they knew all 50 states of america oh i remember that bit oh god you see i used it more than once <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's one of your classic bits <laughs> and so what i do is I, I i get a volunteer with a piece of paper and a pen <laughs> and then we start naming the states as a group project and then everyone starts writing them down and then we're like okay all right what's another one the dakotas that's two write that down thank you volunteer and then you go through all of the states and then you try to figure out what, what which one was left and i remember one time the only the the last state that we couldn't think of was unfortunately new york where we were but wow so wait where where did they laugh in this <laughs> um just about today actually uh <laughs> 
right now in retrospect. It was a sleeper joke. It was a sleeper joke, and they're all getting it right now. Like, what was that girl? Uh, Carolyn Hada. <laughs> no, no, Calvin Cato. Yeah, she. <laughs> she was that Fifty States guy. I love him. Let's look him for Conan. <laughs> uh, I once forgot my line on stage. I feel like actors sometimes will like do a thing where they like actively like cut or jump, and then everybody's like, "Oh fuck, we're a page ahead now." Okay, so that happens. But you, but usually when you forget like just the line and you're stuck on the line. I remember I was doing this like physical thing, and I was like on top of my partner in the scene. I was like, "Get to say the next slide," and then my partner looked at me because I was like on top of him, but he was like. Oh, she has so much to say that I can't even cut her off. And I looked at him and my I like, and it was in that moment, like you felt like your eyes were getting really big. Your breath, <laughs> I was like, ah, this is Shakespeare. Uh, and I finally thought of it, but it was like in that moment, like I was like, he he knew he after he left that stage, he was like, wow, Anna, wow. <laughs> and I was like, all right, okay, because the problem was it was like a role I had done before. So I I guess in this version, we had done a cut or something of some of the text. So I started doing text that I shouldn't have been doing and then kind of was like, oh, no, now where are we? Because I don't remember. <laughs> I'm doing the other play I did two years ago with you. I'm so sorry. Can, can you just like you know improvise the play and be like hey guys remember let's just forget about the last 10 seconds and then move on can, can you break the fourth wall at all or- i don't know that seems like a real woody allen move <laughs> i'm like hey hey um but uh, i've definitely been on stage with actors who had forgotten their lines and tried to like put it on me which is like low-key the worst like this one yes. actor he was like yabbity yabbity yeah and i was like yabbity yeah like because you need to say the next yabbity to get to the other yabbity yeah because like otherwise it literally makes no sense so like all i did was just say my same line like five times to try to be like uh, i'll do it a new way a thing line was something like oh heaven restore him he has gone insane it was like something like that i prefer <laughs> yabbity yeah uh, i think that should definitely be yabbity yabbity yeah yeah, and then underneath it says Anna Peritori. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my review in the Times. <laughs> no one could forget the yabba yabba. Electrifying yabba yabba. I did bomb at, uh, well, several temp jobs when I first uh, was temping because I also, I too didn't understand the office environment. And I was also very short sighted because I was like, oh, I don't really need to work here because i assumed i was going to be on david letterman next year so i was like this is just like the stuff that like actors say when they're like oh my first job was at a wendy's and i'm like oh my first job is going to be temping at this like random company and i remember one time i was temping and like my job was to just organize these files it was for a publishing company and they gave me access to the computer which was a huge mistake because i promptly was just like surfing the web for random things and i would just like look up like other acting or comedy jobs and would send my resume. And at one point the boss had noticed cause like Ooh. the files are physical files. So she's like, why are you on the computer when you have to organize physical files? And I literally said, oh, I'm sorry. I just have to finish sending this resume. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh. Wow. And she gave me this like look of like horror and I just didn't register it at all. And like, 
I like by the end of the week I was gone and they told they gave the temp agency like um a bad review of me so I could not use that temp agency ever again. <laughs> wow. Wait, like who how did you know they give you a bad review? Oh, cuz they told me. <laughs> they, like, <laughs> I was hired on Friday. I remember cuz 6 years later even someone had suggested, "Oh, why don't you try to look up this temp agency again to see if you can get work?" And I like emailed them and they were like, "Oh, we have a record of you." <laughs> No, no. Yeah, wow. they kept the record, and I, they were like, "Yeah, we just won't be using your services." And I was like, "But I learned how to work now. I don't talk about sending out resumes anymore." You're like, "I've learned the reality of the situation. Conan's not calling. Please, yeah. please." <laughs> well, Calvin, you're professional enough for us. Yeah, oh, yes, friends. that's uh, we are professional all professional friends. We are all professional, and <laughs> and, and damn them, and they don't see that happening. Bravo. Yeah, Bravo. yeah, yeah. Th that is why we are heavily under or unemployed. All four of us. Yeah, Yay. and I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do another industrial workplace video, and I'll show them all. Yeah, there <laughs> all, we go. All of them. All of them. Yeah, but and one day we... I'll play the most convincing 11-year-old, a 32-year-old woman has ever played. <laughs> I'll show them all. And one day I will name all 50 states. Let's do it now. Yes. Alaska, Delaware, and, and Wyoming. Where? And, and I will learn the buttons on a phone of a, a landline that no one ever uses anymore today. <laughs> So, I still don't believe that. North Dakota. We need a volunteer. <laughs> what do we got? 11 uh, minutes left in the set? Uh, all right. So it's going to be Texas for me. <laughs> all right. Arizona and Washington and Alaska and Hawaii. I got all the extra states that came in at the last minute. Oh, Wisconsin and Minnesota. John? We should go. <laughs> we should go to California. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to us ramble. Send us love, support, and topics by sliding into our DMs on Instagram at Professional Friends Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a review and give us five stars. It really helps with our self-esteem. See you next week. <laughs>